Welcome to Digitally China, a podcast about the fascinating Chinese tech industry created together with Radii. I'm Eva. I'm Jacob, and I'm Tom. So, welcome to this last episode of season one of Digitally China. And I should say to you guys, welcome as well. This is the first time we sit in the same room since recording the first episode about a year ago. For most people, they actually don't know that when we record, I'm in my bedroom in Beijing with my head in a little black box, and Tom is in his girlfriend's closet recording separately. And this is the first time that we're all in one room in an actual studio. For the first time, I'm officially out of the closet. Well, I'm actually always in a studio when I'm editing you guys. But anyway, like I think we just want to spend this episode to reflect a little bit on this first season and also tell our listeners about what our plans are for the next season. We've been, you know, on a fairly hectic recording schedule. Have you had any time to think about like what episode or what interview or what moment has stuck in, in your head? I was actually just going to say that I think our first one was the best because it's funny, like the first episode and then the season finale are the only episodes where Tom and I recorded in person together. And we spent weeks trying to perfect the Luck and Coffee episode where we actually went to Luck and Coffee many, many times because we thought we could count the number of orders they were getting to try to figure out if it was a scam. I feel like it's the one time where we were like excitedly buying terrible lattes, sorry Luck and Coffee, <laughs> but terrible lattes in order to like get the perfect podcast episode. I, I would claim that we accurately calculated how many coffees they sold. The only problem is that we only did it for one store and they have like a few thousand. So That's true. We should have just done many episodes only about luck and coffee. <laughs> like and an entire season. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, definitely. I, I think that was um, my favorite as well, obviously because of all the time that went into it, but also due to how new and hyped Luckin was and how uncertain everyone were about their KPIs because we got to remember this was before the IPO, i.e. before anyone knew any numbers of that business. Yeah. And everyone was talking about it as the Starbucks killer or whatnot. And now we basically have, you know, more uh, truth about that company, obviously. But if you re-listen to it now, I really feel that this is a very clear case of what's happening in tech. Things just explode really rapidly in the beginning. And then a few months later, everyone knows everything about it. And But those first few months are uh, kind of critical, usually, because those people that did a better job than we did probably made a pretty good bet when, when they IPO'd and buying their stock and making money or whatever. I also think I really liked our guest for the Luck in Coffee episode, Greg, who is, um, had just great insight about how in the U.S. coffee was at first more of a working class beverage that a lot of people would drink for the caffeine and tea was more high class and that's the opposite in China. I felt like it was an obvious trend for people who are in the industry but for me I was like okay wow then it kind of shows how it's you can't use like how coffee has developed in the US or the West to predict how it's going to move forward in China and then him talking about okay in China it's the opposite right so coffee more expensive for more elite urbanites in China and that's why it's like sweeter taste as well. Perhaps it's less about like the caffeine factor. So I thought that was, you know, we just had also a really great guest. Yeah, I think my favorite thing with um, the Digitally China season so far has been that uh, when we've had guests with 
very in-depth domain expertise about certain topics we have had no clue about. For example, coffee, but also everything from like the AI episode uh, with Nick when he talked about that. And also the people we interviewed for like some of our 996 and Huawei episodes. Right. And I think something that we've deliberately tried to do for Digitally China is feature a lot of, this sounds very basic, but people who are Chinese in China experiencing stuff firsthand. So like with our episode on Red or Xiao Hongshu, we had a KOL or key opinion leader, an internet celebrity who actually works on the platform to sell cosmetics, right? And I feel like even though it's been a lot of work to get the Chinese sound bites, you know, then we translate them, we have to transcribe it, translate it, then kind of cajole some of our friends to do the English voiceover. Like this is all much more time consuming, right? And for the gaming episode, we had a lot of transcription and translation stuff because we had like a game developer, Chinese hardcore gamers. So it's a lot more time consuming, but I think it adds a lot because we can introduce these sound bites. And it's not just analysts or people who are just observers sharing their thoughts on what we're talking about. Actually, my favorite episode was the episode without you, Eva. <laughs> I'll just sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the episode when we interviewed uh, two journalists in Sweden, actually, with the question, can TikTok actually beat Spotify? And Apple and and they had actually written a book about Spotify. So so their domain expertise about the music streaming market, how that functions, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, was obviously very, very good. And it was fun to engage and like very Western thoughts about that market that you know a Chinese startup is entering now. And I think that topic is more valid than ever because it's become more or less official uh, lately that TikTok are going to enter the music streaming market and actually directly compete with both Spotify and Apple. Uh, that's good. So there's a, you know, from doing a podcast for a fairly long time now, there's a rule that as a podcast creator, you always like your last episode the best. I actually happen to like our two last episodes very much, the one with, with Brian Wong, but also the one with Tim He, because it just became very apparent that when you tell a story um, about something very significant from this industry, and when you hear it from a person that has that first-hand experience, it just makes you you know, want to hear more and more and more. I actually had a really big challenge in editing those episodes because, you know, obviously we have much more material than what ended up in the episode and you really have to kill your darlings here. Um, but but I think for us three, that also kind of led us into a little bit what we want to do in the future. Yeah, I, I mean, when you meet people that have been working for a very long time for cool companies, have had cool roles, even if you do a one-hour episode or a two-hour episode, you barely have time to talk in-depth about their actual experiences because usually they've had so long careers and done so much stuff, right? So I think that's a key thing I liked with the War of a Thousand Groupons because even though Tim, he is a really good venture capitalist and he's done a million things. We focus on only one moment in his career where he has first an experience, but also that's really fascinating for us and hopefully the listeners telling the story about a historic moment in the Chinese tech industry. I also think that like for us, it makes more sense, you know, as a podcast, we don't have to chase the same news cycle or you know, operate at the same pace or pulse as um, 
traditional news organizations, right? So for us, it's I think that China's tech industry has developed so quickly, and there's always new developments that sometimes we forget to kind of reflect on the very recent past. Calling it history seems a bit much because it's just like five or ten years ago. But I think it's also interesting for us to kind of just look back a little bit and talk about. The emergence of some new trend, or even like you, like Tom was saying, just an interesting moment of time in someone's experience that kind of says something about the period of growth、um, in China tech. Yeah,、uh, I'm really looking forward to the new format and the new season. At least personally, as a media consumer, I have been trying to look for these. Actual stories about those moments. For example, I would love to do a story about just the days leading up to the IPO of, let's say, Alibaba,、mm. or the story about you know those first weeks of Mobike when they went from zero bikes to like a gazillion bikes and totally just took over Shanghai, one of the largest cities in the world, with their orange bikes. You know those fun moments.、Mm. Uh, sure, maybe it's not telling the full story of the companies, but I think it's also a really good opportunity to, through one key moment, tell this story about an industry and a specific startup. Yeah, so so this new format will be a monthly format、uh, where we will be focusing much more on the storytelling, kind of from people with a first-hand experience. But to do this, we really need our listeners' help. We would love to get your feedback on what kinds of episodes that you want to hear. Maybe you. Know a person that has a first-hand experience?、Uh, maybe it's you listening. We want to hear more, obviously, about who you are and you know what kind of stories you want to hear. So, together with our partners at Radii, we'll have an article on radiichina.com, R-A-D-I-I-China.com, where we will gather feedback and ideas. And this is not a normal call to action about just feedback. We really need your help to understand who you are and also get people to talk to about very cool moments in the Chinese tech history, and also just topics that you're curious about. So, with that said, thank you very much for listening to you know this recap, but also to season one. And we still are、uh, pretty overwhelmed about how many of you out there that are actually tuning in to listen to our episodes. And just one final reminder to give us all that feedback:、uh, visit radiichina.com. That's R A D I I China.com. And see you in season two.